0: Welcome to Behind the Screens, a podcast where we talk to industry experts and the people who make Universal Screens a leader in the world of motorized retractable screens. Welcome back. Another episode of Behind the Screens. I'm Sean Colbertson, the CEO of Universal Screens. I'm joined by, I'm joined with, I'm joined, I'm joined here. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm joined with by Michael Longoria to my my right. Michael Longoria is the VP of Operations for Universal Screens. And I'm also here with Teresa Staggs. Oh, that's no right. Williams. Name change, yes. Teresa, yes. Williams Teresa Williams, Williams. from yeah. KJ Custom Screens and Outdoor Living. Before we get started, we definitely want to give a shout out to 903 Brewers. We've got another beer here. This one's called the Milkshake and Fries.
1: Jeremy's Milkshake and Fries.
0: So this is a blind taste, blind taste. Who knows? It doesn't sound like it's going to be great, but I've heard good things. So
1: Just just a little warning. It says milk stout brewed with chocolate, soft serve, and sea salt. So.
2: Chocolate and sea salt are good. I can, we'll I can deal we'll with that. that the right part, I don't know. But.
1: So while you pour that,
0: I'm going to get in and dive right in with Teresa. So tell us about your company, what you guys do, and, and who you service, the area you service. Go ahead. Okay.
2: So my name is Teresa Williams, and I'm... Uh, the owner of KJ Custom Screens and Outdoor Living and we service pretty much a Dallas Metroplex. We do a little bit outside of it but predominantly we stick within the Metroplex area. I started the company about 13 years ago. I bought it for my brother when he decided he didn't want to be in it anymore and uh, he'd done it for about two years and then asked me if I wanted to buy it and I was had no idea what I was really doing with screens but I knew marketing and I knew business. That so was those were the two things that I was bringing to the table for him. So, I said yes. I'll take it. We'll all go ahead. So your and brother
1: it. had the company. Had the company, yes. And he was selling
2: he sold the name of the company basically to me, which is why I never changed it because it was Justin and Catherine KJ. And so since he had branded it already, I didn't want to rebrand it, so I kept it as KJ and you wondered.
0: and you were never in the industry, whether interior or exterior, never, huh? Okay, no.
2: he brought me on to do his interior, okay, and uh, which I quickly, as soon as I took over, got rid of that because I'm not an interior. Yeah. I'm not a designer, and I it wasn't my forte. So we stopped doing the interior and focused predominantly on the exterior, and gotcha. so. That is where and we so got our started. Maybe
0: you said how long? How long have you been in the industry?
2: 2008 is when I bought it. Okay. So was that 13 years? Yeah, right. 13. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And
0: so in 2008, when you started that, um, you know, one of our episodes we talked about optimism, and uh, you know, when you bought it, obviously you wouldn't have bought it if you didn't think it was going to go somewhere. But did you think that it was going to take? Did you think you were going to be able to take KG to where it is now? I mean, you're one of the industry. Do you leaders. remember
2: what was going on in 2008?
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah.
2: The whole the market housing crashed, right? Houses, industry yeah. crashed. Yeah. I, I bought it at the worst possible time. Yeah. I had no idea, of So course, you're thinking to yourself, point, like, oh, yeah. I made a mistake. Oh, yeah. Well, and it didn't take so for us, because we dealt with a lot of home builders at that point, it didn't hit us until almost a year later because we had channels in place, you know? Yeah. So that's when it really hit yeah. us. And then I was wondering, what the heck did I do? Like, yeah. I will never get into this situation again. That, that's what I remember telling myself. How can I not be back here where, you know, the average home is not purchasing a screen anymore? Yeah. What, and so that is... Was what drove me to how I built the business today because I was not going to be back there.
1: Well, did that? Did that? Seeing that you you were in that mind frame of people aren't buying screens, did that push you more, or did that kind of set you back and you kind of, you know?
2: No, it well absolutely pushed more. I just knew that I had to hit a different market, and that was the high end market because typically the higher end home, you know, recession doesn't hurt them.
0: And you are a known personality in DFW. And that high-end custom builder market yes you know that's the one thing that you know we've known each other for a long time now and you know one thing I'm not good at at all is networking I don't I don't even try anymore I don't like to do it now if you drop someone into my lap and introduce me to them I can talk to them as long as they can talk back right but I'm not gonna walk into a room I'm not gonna walk into a crawfish bowl and I'm not gonna go sit with someone and and network Right. and that's He's that just,
2: strange kid in the corner yeah. like at that table oh is absolutely like, Oh, I've been in public with him I know <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> absolutely
0: and, and mention crawfish well I'm gonna go in and eat crawfish but you are completely different in the in that environment and I admire mm-hmm. that about you because you get in that environment and the crawfish is my first. And it's your fifth. Yep. It's about yeah. finding the people, networking with those people, finding out who can build your business and how you can get interconnected with them. And I think it's it's an unbelievable sight when I go to these things and see how those builders react with you. And not just builders, but other vendors. Vendors that have no impact on your bottom line at all, that just know who you are because you're, you're out there.
2: Right. Relationship building. That's yeah. the predominantly... I think is the one thing that has changed the way I do business is by building the relationships and builders are very loyal. If they like you, they're very, very loyal. So that's what we do. We build relationships with them. I know their kids. I know their wives. I know their employees. I know their project managers. I, the whole office knows who we are. We know who they are and they don't forget us. They don't forget us. We drop them off cookies. Once a year, everybody gets touched. Once a year, whether or not they're doing a whole lot with us or not, they get touched. Yeah. And by getting touched, I mean we go to their office and we just hey, thank you for using us, or hey, we're still here. Yeah. Why don't you use us? You know. So it's relationship building, and that's what they remember.
0: Yeah. And that goes a long way. We 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 try to do that, and sometimes you know we lose touch of 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 doing that. You know, we we as a company, Universal Screens is what I'm saying, and you know we need to get back to the old ways of, of doing that more and more. And I'm, I'm here to admit, you know, we grew so fast that sometimes those things, which are the most important things, you know, building those relationships and strengthening those relationships, eat, you know, those make or break your company and, and mm-hmm. it's time to kind of refocus. And you and I have talked on the, on the side about that and, and that how yeah. I've come in and, and fully just self admitted to my guys, like, look, I, I made some mistakes and some things that we did on the sales end, and we're going to correct that. And so, you know, I've told you there's going to be some changes coming forward with the way we deal with things. But, uh, yeah, those relationships are huge. And like I said, I, I I think it's awesome. I go to these events and, you know, I, I appreciate that you include us. We've got two of your ARC awards sitting. I think one's turned backwards, maybe. But we've got two of your ARC awards here. <laughs> and being at the those events with you, um, you know, just there as a bump on the log. But completely, you know, supportive of all all that you do. It's it's awesome.
1: Uh, I mean, no, that's one of the things... That I remember is going to the awards with you, dressing up, right, having a good time that night. So. Well, it's
2: one of the only things that you get recognized for, yeah. right? And then this is one of the shows that the Dallas Home Builders puts on for at their association associates remodelers and custom home builders. And so any time that you can get an award like this, the general public doesn't know what it is; they just know you have an award, yeah. You know, and so it's it's a great honor to have it. But it's what's really neat. And I remember you brought Brandon. I think to one of those award shows and he was out in the warehouse. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Brandon, I can't remember which one it was, but he came and I just remember he was like, he's never seen anything outside of, you know, the manufacturing facility yep. and never saw the, the yep. final product and what happens with it. Yeah,
0: and that's a big thing with how fast we've grown in the back and so many production employees of them not truly being out on the field and seeing, you know, what it is that we do, what it is that we make, where it goes yep. and then what you do with it as as our customers. And we've made an effort, you know, recently to to change that. And you know, we've talked about doing dealer training, but also trying to do those events for our own employees of getting them out on the field and seeing things because you know, Michael, as we discussed in another episode, you know, he started building these. And the reason he's as good and valuable to us today is because he knows that product like the back of his hand. Actually, before these go yeah. oh, still, uh, let's let's cheers. cheers. I'm so cheers excited. So the milkshake and fries, not as good as the last one, but you could, that stout comes through. I mean, the stout
1: comes through. I don't taste the the milkshake or the yeah, I'm not, the, I'm not getting like the milkshake and fries.
2: And, and sea salt. You do taste. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it's not too bad.
1: Yeah. There you go. I may finish. Yeah, this. and that's that's one thing that we uh, we try to instill in the employees because they can be back there all day long building a product, but. If they don't know what they're building it for, then it's right. It's it's hard. So. Yeah,
2: I know they they have pictures on the walls. Right. You know?
0: you know they built the 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 screens for some of these huge homes that you're building. You know that you're you're working on. You know twenty plus million dollar homes. They don't know that when they've built them. No. They don't know that that's going out the door and going into ex football player's house. Right. You know. And so it, when we tell them because we do come across where we know, you know, we've got screens uh Spurrier's restaurant down in Gainesville and we know and we can tell them it's exciting, it's a football coach, they know that, but a lot of times we don't know where these go. Right. You know, and, and they just, they don't know where these are ending up and they're ending up in some amazing places. Mm, They only know
1: by the pictures that we hang on the wall. Exactly. Right. Right.
0: Right. Yep. And and most of those pictures end up being Teresa's because she gives (laughs) us pictures and we put them up. And so, yeah, if you're listening and you want your pictures on our wall, send us your pictures. And if they're, they're great, we definitely, but
1: they have to be over $40 million. Only $40 million. (laughs) Um,
0: So the next topic that I wanted to get into is, It's probably one that you get asked anytime you talk about what you do, and it's the fact that the retractable industry across the board is a very male-dominated industry. For us, when I look at our top dealers, there are some extremely strong women in that group, you being one of them, and there's some other ones out there that we we were gonna get on this show as well because it, it shows a different aspect of this business. But what is it like, you're dealing with these home builders, I used to deal with home builders on us. I mean, these are some good old boys, mm-hmm. you know, some some rough and tough guys that they're building a home and they really don't have time for my nonsense with the screens. And now here you come in as as a female, you know, what have you had to change your your persona, your personality, so to speak, and and deal with that, or you know, do you is it different that you 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 get them in a different way?
1: Or was that how you were raised? Is that you were raised in that and you know it came natural to you?
2: You know, that's a very interesting way that you put it on there because it it's a construction industry and it is male-dominated. And I guess I never – my dad always told me that I could do anything I wanted to do if I put my mind to it, right? And that's what I always focused on. I didn't focus on the fact that I was a female and that I couldn't do what boys could do. I figured a way around it to yeah. do what the boys could do, right? So I once I made up my mind – to do something, I'm gonna do it. And if you tell me that I can't do it, and especially because I'm a woman, <laughs> that is more, I will find a way to prove you wrong. Yeah, And so, and I never looked at it as a woman versus male thing, but it definitely has had that part to it. I remember when I first started, I would get up on the ladder and the builders would be so nervous. They did not like that at all. They <laughs> yeah. wanted their women on the ground because yeah. they felt like they had to help. Like they, it just, and it wasn't a, oh, this isn't your job. And this is my job. It was, what if you get hurt? You're a woman, you know, I need to protect was a protection thing more than anything. And so I never took offense to that. I just made sure I stayed on the ground for the most part. I still do all our own measures. You know, I still go out there and I'll do all that, but they're, they're a little uncomfortable if they see me with a drill. So I don't, I don't do that anymore, but it's also not my forte. Yeah. I'm good at marketing and business. That's where I'm good at. And I was, I've had a business before. And one of the things they told me was you hire people for the things you're not good at. Yeah. And that's what I did, so I hired good installers and I made sure that they knew it. To make me look good, they knew what they were doing.
0: And I think that's a big key, you know, each each episode that we do, we're trying to find that key that, that the person listening, you know, can kind of hone in on and that's that's probably the key of this episode is that, no matter what business you are, what size your business is, you don't do everything well, you know, and you have to be able to sit back and realize like, you know what, I'm not good at this, but I'm really good at this. And if you have it within your budget to hire someone to do that, then that's probably the best move for you to, to make, to, Mm -hmm. to grow your business. And sometimes you have to stretch that budget or you have to take that leap and and we're all scared to take that leap. risk. Yeah, it's definitely all this comes with a risk, but yeah, getting out of your, your comfort zone and realizing like, you know, me doing this sub subpar is only going to hurt our business. Mm -hmm. I need someone that can install. You know, that when I, I sell the job, which I know I can sell the job, I need someone to come out here and install the job yep. properly. And you know, the best customers that we have across the country have really good installation crews. Really good, mm-hmm. yep. You know, you rarely hear from them on installation issues. It's something It's something else.
1: Right. And I think that's what I've seen personally is that the biggest mistakes are by dealers who think that they have to have hands on everything and you don't. So. Mm. They're out selling, plus they're onto the job site, and they're s- supervising their crew, and they're talking to the customer. But you shouldn't have to do that. Right. You do what you do well, which is sell right. and know the product and let your install team, make sure you have a great install right. team, and let them do their thing. Right. So.
2: Yep, we have a marketing director. She's great. She's better than I am at marketing. I mean, she's amazing. So she goes out, and she does things that I can't touch. Yeah. You know and my installation crew is they're fantastic at the installations that's what they do i do the day-to-day business but i go to i'm every sales appointment i know every customer i've seen i've worked with every every one of them so i've i like that aspect nobody's a better salesperson in the business than i am right, right. so why would i hire somebody else to do that I hire somebody else to support me versus you, right. you know yep. so because that's where i'm good that's and where my skill is and you know
0: you're going in and you're selling yourself and your business. Mm-hmm. You're not selling the product.
2: Nope. The yeah. product
0: is a secondary item yes. that, yes, they are paying for. Yes. But you're selling yourself and, and your yes. your business. Yeah, because yep, when absolutely. it comes down to
1: it, if, if they're doing research and they look at the competitors, they're going to look very similar. And they're not really going to know right. what the difference is. But if Teresa comes in and I, you meet with me and I go, well, Teresa seems very confident and she sounds you know like she's going to get this job done, I'm going to go with you, opposed right. to the guy who comes in and is like, I can do, you know, right. So you, you are selling yourself. And right. that's great. That's right. great. So.
2: Well, and you know, I it's great too, though, because I do sell the manufacturer. And to teach your old horns here a little bit, you know, when you can say that your manufacturer is local and you've worked with them and how great they are and you have that backing you up, you can sell anything. Because I know we have mistakes. All of us have had mistakes. But you guys back up your mistakes. And I think that is, and, I, and I'll tell customers that. Yeah. You know what? Mistakes are made on every side, but they yeah. back them up.
0: Yeah, and we make mistakes, and you know what? We make more mistakes than we would like. But as we've grown, it seems like the ratio of those mistakes is, is, is you know, in a, in a it's not in a completely alarming rate. But it does, it does come up. But that's the thing that we've preached here is just when they happen, we need to take care of that. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had a very good relationship with you personally. You and I have had a very good, even any time that we've got, and it's, it's hard. It, I'm exaggerating when I say anytime we've gotten crossways because we, it's more like a family thing. Right. But we haven't seen eye to eye on some things. Right. But even at that, we've always been able to talk and, and, right. and work that through. You know, and the the relationship that we have with you for this market, and we have a lot of dealers in this market. You know that that do a, a lot of jobs, and you know we're we're nothing but thankful for for what you do. You're out there representing our product at a high high level in front of high clientele, you know. And speaking of that, it's kind of a segue into, you know, what you've got coming on the horizon. Very exciting, something that I don't know that anyone that we've had as a customer, I know we haven't internally done it, has done this type of television show. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you're going to be getting involved in that very, very soon. So speak on that for a little bit, you know.
2: So we start filming on September 22nd. We're doing a segment on designing spaces, which is on Lifetime. And, Very uh, I know. I'm so excited about it. We're uh, showcasing one of the homes that we've done. As a matter of fact, even and Joe were out there with us on that, on a few things, and it has... 13 screens, I think, on it? I believe so. Yeah, 13 screens, plus the two in the cabana. So it's a beautiful, it's a gorgeous home. We personally installed these just (laughs) so everybody... No, no, we did not. (laughs) It's the Designing Spaces Luxury Edition. So it's a a beautiful house. I can't wait to to uh, showcase that and meet with the builder. The builder and I are gonna walk them through everything. It
1: takes about an hour to walk around the entire house. That's how big of a house it is. Oh, it's giant. It's it's just, it's
2: beautiful. It it was, it was an amazing, it was an amazing home.
1: And just for anybody who doesn't know, Designing Spaces is on what? Lifetime. Lifetime. lifetime.
0: And when do you think, so they're gonna start filming here pretty soon.
2: Yep.
1: When do
0: you expect this to? First quarter.
2: So probably January, which is great because it's right in time for winter. Yeah to go into the spring. So people are just starting in January after all the holidays going, okay, we need to do something with my backyard. Now we can really start pushing it. So we'll start social, put it on social media in September, but we're really gonna promote it before it comes
0: out. When when you first mentioned this to me, we we went back and forth with it a bit. We won't say what the cost is, but we'll leave that to the others when they're solicited to, to come and you see that eye-opening cost. Yes. You know, it's it's not a cheap adventure to, to take on the risk we just mentioned. What, why why did you take that risk to do this? And I fully back it. I think right. it's great, and I've told you, you know, however we can help you, we will. But what was the what was the end factor of yeah, let's do well, this? Well,
2: remember we had just decided to go with Lux Magazine as well, right? Which is a very high-end luxury home magazine, and that was quite costly. So, it this is the most I've ever put out. For marketing dollars but my cost of return when you sit there and you look at how many screens if you sold from an episode to at least just make your cost I had to do it yeah had to do it so it was just an incentive for me to go out and go okay I need to go sell this many screens to make this up yeah and and that's basically plus it's putting us in the market where I want we're we're really going for the luxury home and that is where both of these avenues of marketing are taking us. So I that's- think it's
1: almost an advertisement that no matter what size the home, no yep. matter you know what the challenge is, yep. that you can you can do it, and that's yep. that's the that's more right. advertising of. These are the homes that I do and I can't right. do it so that's right no, that's and you crazy. all have
2: done some very creative out- of the box screens for us as well so not that everybody should but <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but you guys have definitely done some creative done some pretty big ones with you so well
0: I'm excited yeah that's that's gonna be great I appreciate you asking me to be a part of that too and I look forward to that you're um, gonna be on the show. I'm I'm gonna be the show. I'm the, I think they cast me as lead actor. I even have a small musical. He's person musical. C. Yeah, I, I even have a small musical part.
2: Um, Shane would love it. He, he yeah. would be so no, happy. But Shane has to
0: be. In the, he's got to be part of the dance ensemble. Yeah. So clearly, my youngest daughter is now in theater, and that's why I know the this R- verbiage. Right, um, right, So a lot has changed with you over the past six months. So I got the name wrong when we started. That's all right. You know, so the new, the new uh, Teresa Williams. Yes. How is how is that going? Oh, how is marriage life?
2: It's great. It's it's really good. Um, Shane has his own business and he does outdoor living as well. So it's awesome at the same time as sometimes it's all you do is talk about work at, to the point where the kids are like, "Oh my god, <laughs> talk about work," you know, because we do so much together on a lot of our jobs. But we blended a family, and it's it is. It has its challenges but it's been awesome. I think, when
0: I, I think that's, you know, since you know, here's a podcast trying to find out ways that we can relate to the to the audience. So that's that's one of those ways is that or one of those uh, topics is when you get home, like you said you're talking about work and, you know, I'm kind of in that same boat. Mm-hmm. But we cut it off. Like I'm almost to a point where I'm I'm kind of a, an a-hole about
1: not talking
0: about work. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, that. Yes. So I, I just don't yes. want to talk about work. Yes. Until I want to talk about work. Right, 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 right. right. So, like, tonight I got to ask her something about work, <laughs> but normally it's like, it's time's off. But tonight I'm going to have to ask her a We try question. not to as well. We yeah. try not to as well. I like, even texted earlier. I was like, we got to talk yeah. about this tonight. And I'm thinking, like, I don't want to talk about work. Right. But this is. This well, one.
2: we work out of the home, too, right? Both of us do. And the kids are home all summer, so that's when they heard a lot more about it, I'm sure, yeah. than what they normally do. We turn on to it yeah. at night as well. But you get sucked into it. It's, it's, Gosh, sometimes it's hard.
0: Have you gotten the kids involved in the businesses at all?
2: My middle son, my oldest is in college, so my middle one worked last summer as an installer. Nice. Yeah, he wasn't really... <laughs> Not his his thing. Sometimes you got to find out the hard way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. so he opted not to do it this summer.
0: But it it is interesting to try to find out that, you know, and that that opportunity will be afforded, you know, to Mike's kids when they're old enough to come. My my two oldest worked this summer. Cadence worked in the office to help the office staff. And my son, Dylan, worked in the back. And it was great. They were able to work, put in some hours while also doing – the activities they needed for for their summer school and and athletics. But you know, my son was in the back in the production, in the heat, working. And the feedback that I got was he's a he's a good worker. He gets his stuff done. And those are the things that I wanted to hear, you know. And my daughter was in in here working, you know, in the office, air conditioned, but she was getting stuff done and and people said anything we give her, she gets done. So, you know, as a parent certainly made me proud to hear that Okay, they they can definitely do that. I don't have to watch after them. Right. You know, to try to teach them some things. Well, Uh, and
2: see what dad does. We don't just bring home money. Yeah. You know, we're not just a paycheck. Right. Because a lot of times that's how the kids feel you're just a paycheck. Yeah. You know, and so when they actually see you do the work, you know, and they come and they're on a job site, that was the best thing for my kids is actually seeing the job site and actually seeing what we do. Because otherwise, I'm just on my phone all the time, you know? I don't do anything. I'm just yeah. playing on my phone. So, I'm like, no, that's my job. I'm fielding, you know, texts and calls and emails. And, right. So. Sure, Sure, mom. Sure. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> i Candy Crush, mom. I know it. <laughs>
1: but it's also good that, that your son was able to get out there. Uh, and I think Sean's used it before, is that you can show them, like, if you don't get a college degree, you're going to be out there working yep. as an installer, you know? So. Well,
2: okay. So that brings up a whole nother not thing. Not that installing Trades is are thing, so though. needed right now. No, and I I promote so much yeah. with trades. Collin County has an amazing trade program. Yeah. I don't, he doesn't have to go to college. My middle one does not want to go.
1: Yeah. He can go to
2: trade school. Two yeah. years, he has a degree. Electricians are making 150 bucks an hour. Right. They're making really good money. Yeah. So I have any time, you know, college is not for everybody. No,
1: it's not.
0: Yeah. It's
2: not at all. So I think that if they want to do a trade, that's great. And labor is good for them. <laughs> it really is. It Unless they don't experience. like labor. Yeah, and then, well, you know, they're in trouble. What teenager then. does, you know? <laughs> well,
0: I think that about wraps it up. You know, like I said, we just wanted to kind of dive a little bit deeper into, into you know, Teresa and KJ as a, as a company and, you know, the background and, you know, your kind of your success without telling exactly what you're doing. You know, we'll keep those secrets to ourselves, but man, it's, it's awesome working with you. You do some amazing projects. You're a good person. You know, Aww. I don't have friendships with all of my, our customers for many reasons. There is a, there's a line, but yep. I do consider you a friend. I was quite bummed that we couldn't make your wedding. I do oh. appreciate that we are even included, but yeah, you know, anything you need, you know, you can definitely ask us whether it's uh, work or, or family. I know. But, I'm so yeah. Go.
1: It's almost like if you're not keeping up with the Williams. Then, you
0: know. <laughs> so yeah, next TV time, show. Next you time we'll get Shane on video. here.
1: We don't even need a mic. He
0: <laughs> can just sit there. So. All right. Well, that's it for uh, this episode of Behind the Screens. We will uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for listening to Behind the Screens. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast player and leave us a review.